Gaming Casual, the gaming podcast where we talk about games casually. I'm your host, Sedge, and I'm joined by my co-host, Lightsaber. What's up? And Control Freak. You're talking at a normal pace. It's kind of unsettling. And Twilight. Eh, this whole entire thing is unsettling. It is my apparently my job to make this today unsettling. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, well, I'm, I'm going to start off the, what have you been playing section this week? Because I've got a resounding nothing to report. Unscheduling? Get the fuck out of my podcast. I wasn't going to touch it, but apparently he wanted to. Oh, I always want to touch it when it comes to Sedge. No. Well. Oh, God. Well. Uh, what is what is today? Tuesday. Listener, Tuesday. listeners, I do not blame you if you bail right now. Apparently, that's where this episode is going, and no, I don't blame you. <laughs> Look, it's... well, you did cheat them out of that whole 69th episode thing. I did. Look, this episode has to be a train wreck, so we can have a ghost train for October. Oh, that's right. We're riding the ghost train into spooky casual again. Yeah, that's we don't need that up. for at least three weeks. I mean, the unfortunate thing is spooky casual is literally going to start off with me talking about Star Wars. <laughs> hey, me looking at the calendar means next time we do a podcast, we'll actually be on my birthday. Hey. There are two, there are two dope Star Wars things happening. I mean, one of them is squadrons and... Is the other one that they're making the last three movies non-canon? <laughs> that is actually happening, which I think is so infuriatingly stupid. That but I can I, still I just, appreciate it. I can appreciate it, but it doesn't mean it's an intelligent Wait. decision. What? Oh, did you not hear? The last three movies are the ones with Ray, right? Yes, yeah. and they've yeah, all been the declared... Trilogy. They've all been declared as part of, uh, oh god, what did they call legends. it? The expanded no. or legends? It's it's not expanded. They legends. they're calling it something else. No, they're not calling it legends. That's the old EU. So they're calling it not canon. Well, legends. That's the, the long story short. Yeah, yeah basically, long so story. Long story short, it's part of a multiverse type <laughs> of thing, I guess. Thanks. I hate it. Who is slapping their mic? <laughs> Wasn't me, so... Yeah, it's me. Two other people. Good God, you're just assaulting our listeners with that. This isn't an ASMR podcast. Honestly, I find those incredibly oh, unnerving. I find those incredibly unnerving. Real close to my mic and start talking real quietly. And slightly slowly. Have you seen the ones where they get these like contraptions and it's like nibbling on somebody's ear? Oh no, the actual <laughs> ear like microphone. That shit's fucking strange. Like <laughs> I don't I, I have seen that before. I have, I have honestly I never had somebody nibbling my ear, but I would hope that's not what it sounds like. Wait, you've actually it's... listened to it? Yes. <laughs> I actually gave ASMR a try. It it didn't work out. It it only just made me unnerved. Again, it, and I really hope that's not how someone nibbling on your ear sounds. It's, it's not. It's, yeah, it's definitely not. <laughs> we'll we'll just 
We'll put that to bed right now. It's not. It sounds like static. That just means a person has a shitty microphone. Yeah, okay. Well, moving on. <laughs> so yeah, no, no. Static and licking uh, sounds, it's, a, it's weird. This whole, show, this whole show has gone to a weird place, and we're only five minutes in. I mean, we have scared even. all of. We have scared all the new listeners off, and our and the listeners who aren't new are very concerned for our well being right now. <laughs> nah, it's fine. I mean, we're not even past the whole. What have you been playing this week? No, we're we not. Don't we don't have the kind of consistency for this to be worrying. I mean, I'd like to think we at least keep up a slight moniker of... Anyway. Yeah, no, I I haven't uh, I haven't really played anything new unless y'all want to hear me talk about Halo again, which I don't <laughs> really want to do. I'm so, sure once you get started, you'll be able to talk for three hours, just like them I with mean, most other games. No, I could, and that's why I'm not going to do it. I'm literally uh, just going to... I, the last I game's I, dropping. What, Infinite? Oh, no. that's right. ODST's coming out next week. Yeah. And that's not the last game. They still have to do 4. 4 is going to be part of the Master Chief collection? 4 is already part of the Master Chief collection. Wait, was 4 a 360 game? Yes. 4 was the Shit. one that... 343 made right after that was their first game. Well, yeah, I know that, but I thought it was Xbox. Nope. 4 didn't show... 4 was late in the 360's life, and it was, in my opinion, the worst of the Halo games. And wow. for I'm sorry. The At least in terms of the multiplayer. No, 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 the, no. I, I don't begrudge you it, and you don't have to defend yourself. It's just that the general internet consensus is that 5 is the worst Halo game ever. See, no. I And I, I, will exp I, I will explain my no, but it's not so much me justifying myself, it's just me explaining my no. So I guess that is me justifying myself. Anyway, so 4, in terms of story, was fine. Like, it was a very touching story. They tried to humanize Chief. It was good. 4 changed up too much of the mechanics like reach changed the mechanics a little bit with the armor mods four added armor mods loadouts score streak they basically tried to turn halo into call of duty yeah i and i remember it, um whenever they were showing the stuff for five and i just remember being like oh this looks like uh three like halo three multiplayer with just modern like modern exactly and after playing, because I've been on the one the grind for 152, so I can mm -hmm. get whatever reward is in infinite for that. But after playing it for so long, I've realized, like, no, they took the classic Halo formula and, and did exactly that. They modernized it with a decent sprint, the clamber, the slide. The only thing that I, that they added that I really don't like, and I didn't like it in Advanced Warfare either... Is the thruster pack? Um, what about the slam punch? Eh, I can take it or leave it. I just it's remember really... seeing that and going, I like that. See, I like it too, 
The problem is it's not very useful. That's fair. Because it's so – unless you, like, get the drop on somebody, like, you're not going to ground pound somebody who's looking at you because yeah. they're going to four-shot you and kill you before you can reach the ground. Or more likely they're going to dodge out of the way and then four-shot you. Or be your friends and just shoot you anyway. But five is not a bad game. The story is absolute garbage. Three four three really fucked up with five story. I was taking a buddy through it, and the he's just asking me questions the whole time. Like questions that reasonably you should have an answer to. Who are these people? Why are we not playing as chief? Where the hell did the rest of blue team come back from? And basically my answer is, I don't know, I don't know, and you have to read a specific book to figure out why blue team is back. So, it's, uh, yeah, five isn't bad in terms of the multiplayer, four isn't bad in terms of the story but the problem is the staying power of a halo game is on its multiplayer i i think so so light did you bring that up just to get shane talking about halo I think he's gone. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I was briefly gone. I thought that I could sneak away for a second. <laughs> he, I was he's still just listening. Like, All right. Excellent. I started the rant. Now I can go do something else. Yes. Yeah, I was like, I, I, I got a second to, uh, to, to make myself a cup of coffee. I was still listening. I was like, but he won't need me to talk. And then not only did nobody reply to what you said, making you feel all awkward and get quiet. Then Twy directly addressed me. Because <laughs> I kind of knew when you brought it up, like, yeah, he's he's getting him to talk about Halo so we'd be on Halo for the next three hours. No, I, I, I'm i just holding the conversation. We're, we're here to talk games. <laughs> and uh, whenever he mentioned that, you know, he's still playing Halo, but he didn't want to necessarily bring up, I'm still playing Halo. I was like, hey, there's another Halo game drop for the Master Chief Collection. I know things. Yeah. I, well, which I am stoked about, by the way, because I ODST was a good change to the formula since you weren't playing as a Spartan. So that I I really enjoy that game and narratively it's fantastic. <laughs> Plus, they're bringing in ODST Firefight, which is the best iteration of Firefight. Yeah, and I just want to say I do agree with you that the staying power of Halo is the multiplayer. Um and then I also want to say that it's one of those games though where the uh, uh, the story matters too. Oh, it does. That, it's like that's... how um, it's like how uh, Call of Duty. The story doesn't. Generally speaking, the story doesn't matter for every so many uh, games. But the the Black Ops series, a Treyarch game, matters, and then it used to be an Infinity Ward game mattered. Yeah, and now it's still Treyarch matters. 
Because yeah. I'll be honest, Cold War looks dope. Yeah, I'm and if gonna... they continue it the way that, you know, Black Ops continued World at War, it, it, it's going to be interesting. Yeah. For sure. But yeah, so, I mean, apart from playing, the other only other thing I really played this week was we got a group together to play some Gary's mod. And we played what's essentially a Gary's mod version of Friday the 13th. Oh. Meets Dead by Daylight. So, I don't know. It was fun. We we had a we had a blast, and apart from the one poor bastard who couldn't actually load into the last map. Yeah. I still don't know what I'm, was going on with that. I'm starting to think it was a actual player count thing. Like, that game mode only has X number of players that can... It's, it's 10 mechs. Oh. Yeah. Uh, I, I looked into it prior when, when the issue first started uh, popping up. Um, it's 10 max and like, I had the player lobby set to eight max with it being, you know, peer to peer friends, but, uh, he was the only one having an issue even before the others were on the friends list. So I, I'm not sure why he was having <laughs> such a problem. I mean, the world may never know. I mean, it might be because he's in another country. That's probably not uh, not far off, honestly. Yeah. Makes it a little difficult. But, no, it was it was definitely fun, but we do need to make up some house rules for it because, oh my god, those killers are broken. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Well, Especially no, that only second... Well, okay, the first killer isn't too bad. Although you can see your footprints, which... Yeah, but even then, he's still got to find you. Yeah. I mean, when but... your footprints are going a bright green, not hard to follow. Well, I mean, we had we had the most escapes during that one. Yeah. <laughs> That's because second... it took him, like, half his game to even find one of you. Yeah. That, that's that, the point I'm... <laughs> you don't want to be found. Yeah, but so... I think that's more just a big map, not the killer perks that could also be as well well he has unlimited sprint as well yeah the the second map though where you're playing essentially as uh what's his nuts from the slender game well it wasn't slender it was the sister in the uh the slender the arrival when you go into the underground there's this whole segment where you're getting chased by a girl in like this white hoodie it was very reminiscent yeah. of that. Well, that no, that like I said, that's the same. What like I said when we were playing, it's the same character model. Yeah. But that one can turn invisible and then not be invisible anymore, and just pop and up and murder. But murder she can't, and then she can't turn invisible away. and she can't show up when players are looking at her. But I think like. We should make it so that when you're playing as that character, like you can't sprint or something like that. So that you can't just show up behind someone, sprint after them, and then axe murder them. But it's always fun to axe murder your friends. No. Yeah, but the problem is if everybody starts losing all the time because of that, 
loss of enjoyment. Then, yeah, then we're going to be on a dead by daylight situation where half of our friends don't want to play anymore because they don't want to keep dying. <laughs> yeah, Gary's Bond just isn't my kind of game. We know. That seems it's that's... FPS based. Yeah, that, that seems to be a regular thing that we have as well with that is it's not x person's type of game not our fault <laughs> well gonna say it now i'd love to murder my friends but eh. i also like getting into a map with a reasonable amount of time well not again two that, hours to load a map that is a whole different bag of issues like i have a lot of different mods with yeah, Gary's but mod. that was it's still kind what of that was. the problem it it's a it's one not time be a problem, problem. That's be a thing. it's a it is a one time problem but uh all right um well control why don't you go next yeah, yeah. i i will first like that i have to go feed my tiny little sure goddess okay. and yeah, i'll say that absolutely nothing <laughs> Which is why I volunteered. Fair enough. <laughs> Go have fun feeding your sugar gliders. I am really going to start assigning her gaming homework. You You're going to assign me what homework? Game. Well, I have Hitman installed and everything. I just never got around to playing it. That, I had that, a lot of well, then had a lot you... of art to catch up on last week. I had to get two images done by Friday. Then that is the case of you did not do your homework. For shame. Hey, you guys never assigned me homework, and I had a lot of work to do last it's, week in order to, ca a, to catch up by Friday. Joke. Consider it officially assigned. Go feed your sugar gliders. <laughs> I really gotta take pictures of them. Yes, you do. Show them to our viewers. Yes, you do. Take pictures of them, send them to me, and I'll post them to the Twitter. Anyway, Control, what have you been playing? I mean, I've... I'm on my normal kick that I'm always on. Uh, although, there are two new games that I have played. So outside of, you know, Warframe and Beat Saber. Uh, I played Total Tank Simulator. Oh, you actually picked that up? Yeah, it was, I mean, it was on sale for like five bucks, I think. Five or seven, one of the two. Um, but yeah, I, I picked it up. It's pretty much just... Totally accurate battle simulator, but with tanks. And planes. And planes. planes. Yeah. Is the totally planes accurate battle back. simulator a description or a name? A name. Yes. It's a oh. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> um it that's the thing. It's like it's supposed to be a satire. Okay. Okay. On it for the most part. Because it starts off, yeah, you have like swordsmen, spearmen, stuff like that, archers. And then some of the newer characters that they've started just adding in there. Zeus. Um, Didn't they literally have Jesus? Jesus is in there. Um, yeah, they've, they've got a whole bunch of weird stuff in there now as well. Ents. So you got giant tree people walking around. Titans. I don't mind. I don't mind satire and parody. Um, but I feel like any game that would do a religiously accurate Jesus for any kind of battle or war is like you picking 
to lose. I mean, it's it's absolutely not accurate at all. These characters are designed to look goofy. They've got I know, weird I'm just saying like, eyes and... And I'm pretty like, sure uh, Jesus behaves like Sauron. Like, he can just punch, like, 85 people at once. Yeah, like, it's I'd so take weird. an American Jesus. <laughs> but I don't want, like, Jesus. Yeah, like, it's... It, it, like, they don't do it to be bastards. They just, they put it in there uh, to be funny. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I'm not saying that it, you know, it'd be offensive or anything. I just think that, like, if you if you take it accurately, Jesus and Buddha are, like, the two people you don't want. You definitely want a Zeus. If you can get an Old Testament god, then you're you're definitely playing with power, to quote Nintendo. Um, and uh, I wouldn't mind a Moses. I think there is, the, there is an old man with a stick, but I I don't remember who it is. I've only played the battlefield like the sea. I've only played a little bit of uh, tabs, um, but for tank simulator, you, it's basically the same thing, but using tanks, planes, and soldiers. Um, but all of the tanks are based on whoa. What was that? I don't know. I didn't hear anything. Oh, you must have notifications turned off. I think light disconnected and reconnected like five times. He's also gone from the call. Um, but no, uh, they have like World War II accurate tanks. So it's like, yeah, this this tank has this type of range, these types of armaments. You can have this many soldiers in the tank. Um so all, all the different weapons have different ranges. You can have mortar teams, anti-tank teams, whole nine yards. Uh, and you, with this one, they actually added like a story mode. So you play as specific factions. So you could play as the French. You could play as the Germans. You could play as, you know, name a country involved and do like a little mini campaign for them. So it's it's fairly interesting, but it is also really brutal uh isn't it can't you also like take control of individual planes and soldiers yes you can and uh good luck with that because <laughs> i'm gonna say this the ai is probably more accurate than you are that sounds like every game i play though yes and considering you are just as squishy if not squishier because you know the germans have really good tanks and you might be playing as the French. Um, I played, just to make Sedge feel a little better here, I played Mortal Kombat against a blind kid, and he was more accurate than <laughs> I don't know if that makes Interesting feel and slightly impressive. Because you beat the hell out of me the last time we played. ha! <laughs> <laughs> Does that make him worse than the blind? I forgot. I'm sorry. That does sound. Way to be a dick, Light. Apparently, you're worse than a blind kid. Apparently. <laughs> you're worse than the guy that's worse than the blind kid. Yeah. Um, but no, it's, it's a fun little simulator game. And again, like I said, it's going to kick your ass. Um, and in the campaign, it auto saves when you win or lose a mission. 
So either you're going to be doing a lot of alt f 4ing or you get good real quick or practice a lot. But it's it is fun and it's enjoyable to take control of the individual units, even if you're you know riding around in the tank and then you roll across a hill and there's ten enemy tanks just sitting right there waiting to blow you up. What's alt f four? Uh, right. yeah, for PC it's force quitting. Whatever your oh, okay. current uh primary application is that's the shortcut to uh system kill a program okay it's why the running joke with games like if somebody asks in chat hey how do i do this thing you'll always get the one asshole oh alt f4 yeah you'll you'll get at least one comment of alt f4 and then one in ten will be someone who's new enough at using computers to actually do it i've seen that happen it's fucking hilarious yep yeah it's absolutely funny but, and then I bitched the guy out because I was like, you do realize we're now down a man, right? Yeah, we were losing anyways. I presume that uh, would be I the response. I guess we know who he bitched out. Control. Oh, no, it wasn't control. This was like no, it, when I was... No, it's just the fact that he was yeah. like, uh... We were I mean, I, I won't deny I, I have I have tried to encourage it many a time. Um... <laughs> Everybody who plays PC has done it to somebody once, but you never expect if, anybody if you to never dumb told enough to actually know, do I mean, it. It's something I would fall for. Uh, also, you know, deleting System 32. That that works one and two. How, how do I get rid of lag? Uh, delete System 32. But, uh, no, the uh, the other like game the I was playing... system? Yes. Yeah. Oh my god. People are dumb. Very People dumb. are very dumb. Um, but no, the other game I played was a game called Islanders. On that subject. Minimalist City Builder. Before you get to, to Islanders, um, on that subject of, of people doing dumb shit, uh, you know how you can force stop apps in Android to clear up memory? Mm-hmm. Because there are some things that constantly run in the background. In fact, it's so prevalent that nowadays when you go into settings um, it doesn't automatically tell you what apps are running but i knew somebody who was like i don't know what this com dot android dot and like there's a whole bunch of it, it was their os hmm. and they they forced stopped it to uh clear up them that's my best funny. but try my best but only milo would come up with it for a mealworm Nick just waits in the pouch for Milo to pull the mealworm in and then take it from him. Yep, them are some cute rats you got. <laughs> They're not rats. It's a little early to catch them out of the pouch. Anyway, Islanders Control. Um, it's a fun little game. Uh, another game that I just... I'm pretty sure it was on some sort of mega sale like 60 percent off so i was like yeah sure i'll pick it up and give it a shot yeah it's it's two dollars right now um but the the whole idea of the game is you start off with a small island and you can select the type of buildings you want to build so you'll hit the button and it'll give you two options and one might be like city hub or park or brewery farming just like 
it'll it'll give you vague topics like that and based on what you select you'll get a series of buildings for it which you place around the island and the thing about it is each building will gain you points based on what it's around so if you have like a mansion mansions will give you bonus points from being around other mansions parks and a city center but if you put them close to a regular house or like a circus or something which is going to sound plebeian because <laughs> they're mansions they're probably the rich islanders um but if you put them next to something that's more like normal you don't get as many points or you actually lose points so the whole hmm. idea around it is you have to try and build and develop this city in the most optimal manner to fit as many buildings as you can. Um, and as you do that, again, you get points and there's two different gauges. One gauge fills up with points and you actually have like a X score out of Y score. And when you fill that up, you get to select a new set of buildings. On the other side is an island icon that slowly fills up as you're playing. When that fills up, you can click the button to go to your next island. Start all over. Um, I think I got to island... I'm at like island four right now. And I try to fill up the island as much as I can between, uh, between travels. So I think the island that I'm at currently is like super broken up and there's very little building space to actually put buildings on. So you can actually get water platforms or actually i think they're just platforms in general you can actually like place platforms on the water or alongside of like mountains and build on top of those to continue expanding um and that particular island has been giving me a bunch of them so i've got like this little city hub in the bay with like sporadic buildings on all the other islands that i can fit hmm. um it's it's a fun little game. It's SimCity without the actual city management. Yeah. Yeah, because it's a essentially you're playing city planner. Not yeah, you're playing like a board game like uh Carcassonne. Yeah, actually. Now that I think about it. I totally forgot about that game. I you know it's on Steam, right? I think so. I think I've I've seen it on Steam. I never picked it up. The only time I ever played it was I was at a uh, I was at a card shop, and there was a dude who had a copy of the game, and I was there with a buddy. My buddy knew the guy, so after they finished one of the rounds, they're like, "Hey, you want to join us?" It's like, sure. What the hell am I doing? And yeah, no, it was it was a lot of fun. Yeah, I I thoroughly enjoyed it. I played it at my buddy's birthday party. I the game is five ten bucks on Steam. Hmm. So it might be something to look into. Sorry, we're getting off topic again. We're talking about video games. That's that's not off topic. That's fair. Sorry, we were having conversation on yeah. the podcast. Yeah. So, sorry we uh, were talking about things relevant to the podcast on the podcast, folks. We not enough we profusely apologize. <laughs> That's isn't that why people come here? The awkward silences. Yeah, totes. Yeah. Um, other than that, though, I've been playing Kingdoms of Amalur, Beat Saber, of course. 
because you know got to get that sweat on during thank god you brought it up and and the pandemic and the apocalypse all happening at (laughs) once if california is anything to go by yeah we have hurricane sally coming up from the south right now because apparently give it a week and they're going to tell us that yellowstone's about to erupt (laughs) actually uh the latest news on yellowstone is that it turns out the chamber that fills before it explodes can actually uh, fill on a, on a much uh, lesser time scale than we had ever thought possible. Great! Oh, yay! <laughs> um, Doom is coming lovely. faster than we thought. Yeah, it's, Get it's... ready for the Hell Invasion by December, everybody. I hope you've all picked up your copies of Doom. Yeah, yeah they, they thought that it would take like a thousand years, but it turns out it's only like a hundred. Hmm. Uh, God. But oh, yeah. uh, I'm glad that you brought up Amalur. I, I wanted, I wanted to touch on that uh, briefly. Uh, I even had an idea of, well, uh, that's irrelevant. That that's non-recording talk. But anyway, you we were talking about the graphics. We touched on them briefly, talking right. about people being upset about them. And I gotta say, like I was, I was checking out the game and I was checking out some comparisons. And I can totally understand, like, last week I was dismissive of these people, but I get why people would have been disappointed. Well, people it. were thinking that this was a remaster. This is, like, like, like it's not. It's, yeah, well, I mean, it is. It's, it's remastered. They clearly revamped the lighting system. Uh, sometimes for worse in certain areas where it gets dark, if you don't have the right screen. Yeah, I, but, um, I won't deny, I have bumped into a couple of inconsistencies from when I first played the game versus what's going on with this. Uh, yeah. There are some objects that, like, they're not where they're supposed to be. Like, there, mm. there are certain chests that look like uh, orbs wrapped around by vines. Mm. But you'll walk yeah, up, yeah, yeah. and it's the orb is just floating in the air now. But Uh-oh. 10 feet away, you see this wrapping of vines just in the middle of nothing. And I bumped uh, into that a couple of times. Um, yeah, I haven't they're, had they're, the lighting issue yet. Uh, there's some bugs. Well, it's it's yeah, this one isn't isn't so much like like a real problem. It's just on certain screens. If it can't handle the darkness, the game can get really dark. And that's because they did revamp the lighting. However, all in all, it's better. Yeah. But uh but yeah, so like I said, I can see why some people were disappointed. However, on the other hand, I'm also kind of happy that it's just upresing it and uh tweaking the lighting. Because a lot of the promotional artwork that's come out this year in anticipation for the game has shown something that looked a lot more realistic. And I was getting very worried because I happen to really like the exaggerated art style of Amal. It's kind of like how that Fable um, trailer that uh, that Microsoft unveiled. Granted, it didn't show much. It was just, you know, a funny little video of a fairy getting swatted or whatever. But eaten like, by a frog. Eaten by a frog, yeah. But, like, even that looked like a little too realistic for what I like from Fable, because Fable's big hands and heads, like... Well, but they've always done that with their trailers. Their trailers are always 
hyper-realistic, yeah. and then the gameplay comes out, and it's like, that is drastically different than what I was expecting. That is yeah, I, I happen to be a uh-huh. huge fan of Amalur's art style, and I was... So I'm at least happy that they didn't change it too much. Yeah. I think the only... the only I can't even call it a complaint, but the only thing that I have seen that has kind of bothered me is I've noticed a stuttering with the walking animation. Mm. Oh, that's irritating. Yeah. And I, I'm not sure, because when I first started playing it, I didn't see it. And when I streamed it, didn't see it. But when I loaded it up today, like, I, I noticed it every, like, five to ten seconds, there would just be a point where, like, the animation just stopped for a split second and then continued on. So I'm I'm not sure if it was just like maybe I had something on my end. Maybe I have to restart my computer or something. I don't know. Um, we'll find out when I load it back up. The game does have some bugs. Yeah, but they didn't. Um, THQ Nordic didn't mess with the mechanics of the game. So no, and and another one that I I wanted to talk about is I had mentioned the camera. And you had said, I haven't seen any real problems with it lately. I have a question for you. Are you playing keyboard and mouse? Yes. Okay, so here's the thing about this game that I've noticed. And and uh, I wouldn't have any of this. I, there is, um, I don't like Let's Plays or anything like that. I don't have a PC. I don't have a current gen console. So generally speaking, when stuff like this comes out, I'm usually out of the loop. Right. However, one of my favorite channels on YouTube with one of my all time favorite hosts who I may or may not have a little bit of a crush on streamed the game. And so I watched two hours of Kingdoms of Amalur gameplay. And I got to say, the game is built for a controller in every aspect except, I think the camera because Uh, as I was watching as I was watching it go around uh, I noticed that it seemed to be a lot smoother than whenever you try to do it with an analog stick the camera for me is just too floaty on a controller it can be Um, because when I first played it I played it on controller because I played it on console Um, the camera tries to auto adjust I don't know how you can play any of the rest of the game on keyboard, though. You just get used to the mappings. Um, Because it's like switching spells is the number pad. E is for mana potions, R for health potions. The only thing that some people would probably take a little bit of time to get used to is shift pulls up your shield and control is to run. But the thing is, running can be toggled. So Uh. instead of having to hold it down, you just press it while you're moving forward and you start running. So you don't have to hold it down, which makes sense then. So you don't have to. What's what's the secondary attack button? Right mouse click. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Are most games like that? Yeah. Um, Usually, I mean... Depends on some games. If uh, if it's like a heavy like melee game, 
a lot of times they'll make block right mouse, mm. depending on the weapon that you're using or if you're using a shield. Um, yeah. But usually if you have like a secondary ability that is on like a quick cooldown or can be used regularly, that'll be mapped to right mouse button. Also, apologies, listeners. I, I'm just, I don't play keyboard and mouse. Some of this stuff fascinates. Yeah, um, but no, the the biggest thing between controller and keyboard and mouse regarding the camera with controller, it tries to autocorrect itself on the regular. So if you're mm -hmm. trying to move like left, your camera starts panning in that direction. So you're oh, always yeah, kind yeah. of readjusting it um, with keyboard and mouse. The difficulty comes with attacking. Like, if you're forceful in your clicks, sometimes your mouse will kind of jostle a little. Yeah. Which is why some it's people also... have hypersensitive mice for their, uh, for the actual mouse, like, mouse one, mouse two. They're very sensitive to just the slightest pressure. Um, yeah. Because if you click too hard, you'll... Uh, I think it actually happened when I was streaming. When I was doing multiple attacks on one thing, you could see the camera kind of wiggling back and forth as I'm hitting the mouse button or jumping between mouse mm. one and mouse two. It's a big problem with first person shooter players on PC. If you're not used to that. Yep. Yeah. Um, now generally in a third person game, I like auto recenter, but it, Amalur is a game where it's a little, uh, overzealous with putting the camera behind your back. Because what, what I like to do when I play games a lot of times is, Sometimes while I'm moving forward and stuff, I like to pan the camera around. Yeah, get the scenery. Yeah, stop looking I, at the ground. I'm a very cinematic player. I usually play for an audience. I want to give them a good view. And like some of those games, it's like you're just fighting with. I will tell you one of my favorite things was um, I was watching this this uh, stream, and at one point she had said, uh, "Oh yeah, the the compass." can be a little hard to read sometimes and it flashed me back to when i originally wrote about how amalor needed a sequel and a remake um and uh i dedicated an entire paragraph to how shitty the compass is and how i wish that it would just like instead of always having north point north because i know what the end means if it would just rotate with the freaking camera and I went on this huge rant and I posted the article and like two weeks later I was playing the game and I found the option in the options to unlock the compass. Yeah, I was about to say, I'm like, no, it, it rotates for me. <laughs> I was I was thinking yeah. about that as you were describing. It, I'm like, no, my 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 mini thing rotates. I don't know what what he's talking about. Yeah, I, I had to put an addendum in the article. But I mean, for the overall, it's it is still the good game that I remember. And now that THQ has their hands on it, hopefully we can see a sequel. Yeah. Because I think it's yeah, sold. I crossed. think it's going to sell well enough that it's it's going to it's going to be able to fund itself. And I personally, I want that bankrupting Rhode Island. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, and personally, I want Amalur 2 more than I want Amalur MMO. Oh, yeah, I know absolutely. that they built a big world. I know that it was supposed to be an MMO. I know that the MMO was definitely the next thing they were working on. But I like it as a single player. 
potentially yeah. a co-op. That'd be dope. I could see that. Or or at least a co-op aspect. Something. Make, make it have it link back to the Well of Souls, and it's like, yeah, this is actually, you know, an alternate version of you from a different timeline type of thing that they drag. Give, give me weird oh, time. Oh, straight up, I don't need bullshit. a lore reason. I I could be, I'd be okay with a lore reason like that, though. Yeah. Could I just be like, this is my buddy. Reason. That That's the thing. Some people want it. So if they provide it, that that would be some that would be the type of lore reason I would be okay with. Because mm -hmm. the gnomes are smart, they'd probably build something like that. That's you know what, that's fair. <laughs> and I'm definitely not sitting here trying to uh not trying to say Oh, they remember when they tried to add a lore reason to Halo's multiplayer? <laughs> mm. Sparring matches between Spartans. Yeah. yeah. Which, I mean, that's funny. I didn't really need lore to tell me that. Yeah. That reminds me of when uh, Forge Mode first came out for three. And one of the greatest short films I ever watched, uh, Machinima using it, was uh, Why Do We Kill? I don't remember. that. Was that them working with Rooster Teeth? No, this is a just... random person that made a short film I saw. Hmm. Oh. That just makes me think of Red vs. Blue and the, uh, why are we here? That <laughs> makes me think that's, of... That's a real deep question, you know? Makes no. me think of, uh, the fucking Red vs. Blue sketch for the Halo 3 beta. I don't think I ever saw that one. It's a lot of bug reports. Hmm. Anyway. Anyway, no, so, I mean, I've been playing games this week, too. Canyon? You have? Yeah. <gasps> Scandal. No, go for it, because that, that that's all I had been playing. I gave... Okay. I, um... So, I want to preface this. I, um... My partner went out and bought this, the dumbest thing I've ever seen. Like, I, I saw it in stores as seen on TV type shit, and I remember mocking it. I thought that she recalled anyway. It is a phone holder hands-free phone holder the bendable wire goes around your neck so you could just be a lazy asshole that has their phone like hanging from their neck right in front of their face huh I... and she bought two the fact that it has to go around your neck is kind of what's like uh, uh... so with the bendable wire it doesn't just have to go around your neck you can make it a stand you can whatever anyway i laughed at this thing because why would anybody ever need that um so i've been using it all week because it turns out it's really handy to hook a controller up to the phone and use this thing so you just not wrap only the that wire but... around your phone and your controller no it has a phone holder to make your phone hands-free. Right. Um, there's no wire necessary. It's Bluetooth. Hmm. Um, but, uh, but that's enabled me to go back to playing uh, some PS1. I got some Tony Hawk time in. Uh, but mostly Xena Warrior Princess. 
Uh, tried doing Command and Conquer Red Alert Retaliation, but it is busted. Uh, did a couple rounds of Dune. But mostly been playing uh, Nintendo DS. Anyway, uh, since the controller is a controller, it'll work with other games. You don't have to be an emulating person. Um, I picked up Castlevania Symphony of the Night. You have my attention. And earlier, Sedge had mentioned, you know, some games just aren't for people. I think that I just don't like Castlevania games. And like that, you've lost me. I've been I've been putting effort in. I'm not far. I just started yesterday. But it's definitely got the most hours of any game. But um but my first attempt of playing it consisted of me getting up to the part where Alucard gets uh all his shit stripped away by death. So you know, the beginning. And then getting hit enough times that when I hit the first boss I only had seven health, and it only took two hits to kill me. And the controls are sluggish, and Alucard is slow, and there's probably a little bit of latency for using Bluetooth, even though I'm using 4.0. Um, and just all around, I don't know. I can see why, why, like, Aria of Sorrow and the, the Game Boy Advance games, I get why they're so, like, because they're very much in this vein. But, like, I don't know, man. It's just not grabbing me. I, I can't explain it. And I wanted to bring it up because I know that you like it. I'm hurt. I need help getting into it. I mean... Like, loot seems to be random. No. So, each... Each enemy has a loot table. Um, so that's all percentile and probability. But, like, you'll find gear from, like, specific bosses do still drop gear, or will all, or at the very minimum, you will always get a health up immediately after. Um <sighs> I found two save rooms, but they were, like, immediately next to each other, and I haven't had one since. That's kind of surprising, because there is a save room, like, right nearby that boss. That first boss. Yeah. Like, the, the room right before him has a save room. Yeah, I hit both of them. Like, the two were right before the first boss. But after that first boss, there's been nothing. And then, be. like, Alucard's walk is so yeah. weird. Oh, yeah. No, any any senior player will always just tell you to slide. Backslide your way through the castle. Mm. Enemies, it, it is actively uh, There are certain enemies that just pop out of nowhere. Uh, potions are very few and far between. I got one at the very beginning. I had to use them to face the boss. I had to use it to face the boss because I had to start a whole new game. Um... And I had to use it to face the boss. I did beat him. Um, but now I have no health items. That's always the worst in those types of games when you're like, I've finally done it, but I need health. Yeah. 
I used all my health. I'm gonna die, aren't I? Oh no. I just take full advantage of uh, the save rooms because they heal you up. Er mm. And that's the thing, like, early game, yes, you absolutely will get abused. It is 100% a thing. Um, and then once you... I wouldn't even say the halfway point. Like, the, the first quarter... So once you finally get like a new primary weapon instead of the sh the uh the short sword mm -hmm. like um actually the basilard is pretty good yeah i have a short sword and two red rust but they're both two-handed like a red rust is a two-handed weapon so yeah don't bother with red rust i'll say that much um yeah but shoot when do you get the bas basilard I think that's after you fight the doppelganger. Yeah. Yeah, so far the only thing I fought was like a demon that was being... A, a, a lizard that was being carried by a demon. Yep. Um, the other big thing to note is everything has a pattern. Like, re recognizing yeah. the pattern for all the stuff is what really... Like, it makes the boss fights extremely simple. I think the hardest one at that point... Uh, ends up being Beelzebub or the hidden boss. The um, a lot of the enemy types are the same that are in Aria of Sorrow. Yeah, I mean it's Castlevania. They they have one book of uh, demonology and they all run off it. Um, yeah, that that that's what I've been putting the most time in. Fair enough. I won't deny it can uh, be a pain in the butt. <laughs> well. Did you forget you what you were going to say? No, no. Uh, Light, you got anything else for us? No, I was letting you go to break. All right. Uh, we're going to go to break an hour into the show. So this one's going to be a little longer. But uh, we're going to go to break quick, and we'll be right back. So don't go anywhere and enjoy these promos. Or will we? I'm Harrison. I'm Jordan. Well, I'm Harrison. I'm fucking Jordan. All right! And, and we're, we're the, the Grief Rio Podcast. Podcast. Let us be your unnatural Sherpa guides on this existential plane of mountainous game and movie exploration. And don't forget about that spookiness that lives within us all. But mainly in you, you spooky bitch. Oh, damn. I'm offended. We've been voted the best podcast to listen to by many. By many? That means a few. That's more than one. This ought to be very. We'll see you on the next episode of Grief Burrito. Yeah! Yeah! Hey everybody, this is Nerd Bomber here, one of the co-hosts of the Online Warriors podcast. Our weekly podcast started as a way for three friends to keep in touch and discuss their passion for movies, gaming, technology, and entertainment. And since then, we've grown into a fantastic online community. Every Wednesday, we release a new episode discussing the latest nerdy news, and then we go hands-on with our weekly adventures and a fun trivia show. Sound interesting? Check us out on every podcast platform, including Spotify and Apple Podcasts, or hit us up at onlinewarriorspodcast.com.